We are um, uh, sitting here on Monday trying to uh, get better and get into shape, and Echelon is helping us do that and helping you keep your your New Year's resolution to lose weight. Yeah, over the last couple of years, I mean, have there ever has there ever been a, a better commercial for actually doing exercise? <laughs> like, no, there, you know, there there isn't. I mean, even I am um, interested in in getting into shape again, uh, or again for the first time in my life, uh, because uh, because it's just. I mean, is it, we have to be in shape. We yeah. just have to be in shape. You realize how many and of our it, problems are caused have been caused over the past couple of years by just letting all that go. Right. Echelon is the affordable way to get the workout equipment, the workout community, and the instructor's motivation right in the comfort of your own home. Uh, it's um, it's like the other you know, Peloton, except it's better, it's cheaper. Uh, I don't know if you saw what Peloton is doing with their prices, but they're jacking them up. Uh, right now, limited time. Get $650 off the uh, retail price. Just text Beck to 81818. If you're looking for ex- exclusive discounts on exercise equipment, 81818. Text the word Beck. Welcome to Monday. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Today, we're going to talk about your your finances, inflation, what you can do about it, uh, the fight against tyranny and the Great Reset. Uh, and I want to start a little bit with what's happening to our humanity. We go there in 60 seconds. Our sponsor this half hour is the Tuttle Twins books. When it comes to bad ideas, suns, uh, uh, sunlight is the best disinfection. It is, it's uh, one thing to burn books. It's one thing to ban people. It's an entirely different thing to instead fight bad information with good information. Good information always wins. Logic always wins. In the end, we are in a time of great uh, a confusion uh, in, in the likes of which I have not seen in my lifetime. I think you'd have to go back to the 1930s and 40s to be able to find this kind of confusion. And it is being sown intentionally. Well, we have to sow the seeds of uh, not discord, but accord. We have to find the things that we know are true and teach them to our children. If you don't have the Tuttle Twins books yet, I so highly urge you to get them for your kids or your grandkids, your nieces, nephews, whoever is a, a, a child from a toddler all the way to a young adult. Please get this series of books. They will teach them the basic things that they need to know about truth. And it, it's, it not only comes from the founders, but it also comes from, uh, you know, the road to serfdom and the republic. I mean, these are books that all of us should have read, probably didn't. 
uh, and they've made them into books that even toddlers will understand and love. You're going to learn something. I've learned something from them as well. History, values, and our importance of freedom and liberty on the world stage. It's the TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You're going to get a 35% discount off the books, plus all of the activity workbooks at no additional cost. These are essential for every family. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. I want to show you um, how far we have fallen because it is important for us not to go over the cliff with the rest of humanity. And it is easy to do that. It is easy to get engaged in, um, in seeing people differently. In, the, in the, um, the book, The Great Reset, we talk about the, the dislodging of everything that you think you know and the way uh, that life is going to change in the world just because of technology. I'm going to do a show. Uh, I want to write a whole book on the on futurist stuff, but um, I, I want to do a show here in the next week. Please do. Would you do your best to force me to do it? Because I keep getting sidetracked on what our children need to know for the job uh, of the future. Right now, we're still thinking about sending our kids to college and everything else. Almost all of that stuff is going to be worthless very, very, very soon. AI can do so much. Any job that, that will have a future to it will be something where it is creative thinking. And I'm not so sure about that. Um, AI it can already write music. Um, but the most important thing that AI cannot replicate is empathy. It is cold and calculated. It cannot fake empathy. It doesn't understand empathy, and it may never. It's why AI in the sci-fi movies, are, it's always so scary, because it is cold logic. So any job that is going to uh, be there in the future will be something like a nurse or a doctor or a teacher you will have the the teachers will have everything judged, you know, and graded by AI. Everything will be done. But the one thing that you can't replace is that friendly face, that kindness, the one that can look into your eyes and see the pain inside. Same with nurses. You are going to have a doctor. I guarantee you in 10 years, you're going to want to know what AI says over your doctor. The doctor will not be as well-informed as AI. However, you don't want the, the AI to spit out and say, you have cancer, you have six months to live. You'll still need someone who is empathetic. Everything we do to enhance our empathy and, and teach our children to be empathetic will be a godsend to them in the very near future. I can't say that highly enough. I will tell you that there are times I say things on the air, and I just had this feeling. There are times that I say things on the air, and I know them to be true and important. Teach your children empathy. Now, the, the, the reason I bring this up right at the top of the show is we are really going into a frightening place, and it is part of the Great Reset. 
you have to isolate people. This is this is from um, this is from any anything that we read in Sololinsky all the way to the practices being used today in Washington and in the media and also with the Great Reset. And I want to show you where we are, where we are lacking, and it is coming in multiple places, but I want to stop first at COVID. Listen, here's the, uh, here's the LA Times on CNN. Listen. Paragraph that I highlighted from your column, it's this. Mockery is not necessarily the wrong reaction to those who publicly mocked anti-COVID measures and encouraged others to follow suit before they perished of the disease, the dangers of which they belittled. Expand on that. Sure. Yeah, you know, we have a sort of a cultural habit of not speaking ill of the dead, of treating uh, the deceased, as, uh, looking at the good they've done uh, during their lives. I'm not sure that in this case that's entirely appropriate because so many of them actually have promoted reckless, dangerous policies. And as I wrote there, they, they took innocent people along with them. So is mockery the only response? Well, I, well, I don't know. But as I wrote, every one of these deaths is a teachable moment. Okay, that's CNN. Let me go over now to MSNBC and Joy Reid. Do you have this? Cut two or three, I think it is. Uh, okay, do we have the MSNBC guest that's uh, suggesting the triage list? For the unvaccinated. Okay, guys, I have them in in my sheet, um, so I don't know what happened to them. Um, all right, so let me just let me just run these down uh, for you. Joe Reed, uh, Joy Reed on MSNBC is having a discussion, and she's saying we need to triage. We need to look at who has had the um, uh, the vaccine, who's had all of their boosters, and. We don't judge them on how sick you are. We judge you on, have you done the things the government has told you to do? The next one is uh, the triage list and the idea that we don't give you benefits, that you don't get medical benefits unless you behave the way the government wants you to behave. This is against every bit of natural known freedom that we have always claimed to have here in America. Here in America, the idea of freedom, the, the American dream is, is not to have a car in the garage and a nice house and a picket fence. That's not the American dream. That's what the progressives made the American dream into in the 1930s and 40s. The American dream was to chart your own course to be left alone as much as possible, and yet you participate as a community, as a good functioning member of community, and you help others around you. That we do have a social contract, but it is not a social contract that binds. You can be a despicable person that says, I don't want anything to do with you, and you're not punished for that. This is the concept, the biggest universal concept that we have to decide whether or not we believe in. Were you sent to earth 
as a separate individual being that has your own faults, your own understandings, your own uh, strengths, your own weaknesses, your own sins, or are we, do we belong to one another? Now, I would say that just like every family, we belong to one another until one chooses not to belong to one another. We, you, you don't tell your children what to do once they become of age because they don't belong to you. They are their own person. And you've done your best to raise them right. But if they make mistakes, they make mistakes. And the more you try to hold on, the worse it will become and the worse your relationship will become. Well, that's exactly what we are starting to do now. We are now looking and saying we have to control other people. And yes, they're members of our family. Otherwise, we completely disown them and cut them off. No. When it comes to our own bodies, we all have our own choice. Now, here's the thing I really would like to ask reasonably of people. I've been on the receiving end of all kinds of horrible, horrible death threats and everything else. Let me ask you what part of what I did was completely unacceptable and you would wish death on me. Was it that I got COVID before there was a vaccine? Was it that because I had antibodies and had antibody tests and I had several doctors tell me, don't take the vaccine now because you already have them. We're not sure what the vaccine will do. We're not sure science is not settled on this with the vaccine and the antibodies. It could help. It may not. Let's just watch it closely. I didn't take the vaccine, but I kept checking my antibodies. I did everything I could to stay healthy. I take, you know, I take my vitamins. I take zinc. I do everything that I'm supposed to do except get the four boosters and the vaccine. Others went another direction. They got the boosters and the vaccine. And some of those people are perfectly healthy today. Many of them are not. Because as we now know, this particular vaccine is three viruses out of date. It may lessen it, just like my uh, having COVID lessens uh, having COVID a second time. It may lessen the effects, but it doesn't stop you from getting the uh, from getting Omicron. Omicron is something we all expected. This is a good development. It is becoming extraordinarily um, uh, passable, transmissible, but it is also lower in its death rate, 91%. In England, they, they stopped with many of the masking and, uh, and the, uh, uh, the rules and restrictions. They stopped those, and they said it was going to be a horrid, uh, horror show, but it didn't happen. And in fact, now they have, everybody has had uh, COVID and Omicron, and it looks like they're pulling out of it faster than Europe and everywhere else. What part of any of this makes you feel so superior that you feel that you should take away people's health care? By the way, I didn't take anybody's health care. I paid for it in cash. Um, take away people's health care or wish them ill. 
What part of the human of the human experience has died inside of you? What part of what part of politics has made this so you don't even listen to another person's opinion? You have become a doctor. You have become a scientist. What's worse is those two things are not true. You've just become a soldier and a soldier in whose army and what is the real intent? I know we all want to give people the benefit of the doubt, and I do. I give many people, if not most people, the benefit of the doubt that they want people to be alive. They don't want people to die. However, I have a hard time giving you the benefit of the doubt if this is the kind of rhetoric that you choose to use all the time. How can I give you the benefit of the doubt when you're wishing people dead and you're wishing to mock them after they die because they didn't agree with you? Now, let's also separate the difference between people who were anti-vax, because those people exist, and there are people who are anti-mandate, which is what I am. I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-mandate of the vax. I am for the individual making their own choice, and that is for you to go get the vax if you want it. I am all for that if that's what you want. I recommend it to anybody who is has multiple problems or is sick old they should get the vaccine what makes you so superior now i don't understand this because we're not at the beginning of this we're at the end of this and i want to read something to you from an op-ed over the weekend that i find extraordinarily disturbing and if we start seeing each other as only enemies, as only people who are for the vaccine or against the vaccine, and none of even the gray areas, but that's how we define you, we are done as a society. 60 seconds, I'll be back. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 40% of Americans with credit card debt don't know their interest rate seems shocking uh, but if that's you please find out what your interest rate is credit cards you're into the double digits you know that right you're into the double digits on interest there's no way if they start raising interest rates there's no way to pay those credit cards off please get a consolidation loan now from uh from american financing they can do a mortgage refi you could up send up uh, uh, end up saving hundreds of dollars a month maybe as much as a thousand dollars a month you can skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as two days it's american financing 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 or go now to americanfinancing.net 10 seconds station id Now, I want you to know that I'm going to give you some poll numbers and then an an article. The poll numbers are only based on politics. So it is only separating people on what they believe based on who you voted for. So if you're a self-described Democrat, 78% support Joe Biden's private sector vaccine mandate. Okay. 59% 
support forcing the unvaccinated into mandatory home confinement. 48 support jailing or fining those who question anything on the vaccines on social media. So half of people who voted for Joe Biden want to jail you if you question. This is something where we have to point out to our friends, I haven't moved. You have. I haven't moved on liberty. I haven't moved on the idea of the United States. I believe that we can disagree with one another and still live side by side in harmony. 48% want people who question on social media to go to jail. And 30% of Joe Biden's supporters support taking children away from unvaccinated parents. If you want to talk about the unbelievable, unmitigated gall and violation of every human right, those would be it. Those would be it. But this comes in small little doses, just like I, I really want to try to spend some time to you today, with you today saying, look, our problems are huge, but the answers are simple and small. They really are. It, it, it really, truly is. And I'll make that case for you uh, later. When you're looking at these uh, things, th- this starts small. This starts with arrogance. It starts with overconfidence. It starts with um, beating your chest and saying, only my way or the highway. There was a, a story in the Salt Lake Tribune, which if you live in Salt Lake City and you still subscribe to the Salt Lake Tribune, I, I honestly don't know why. They're talking now about how government officials should be imposing uh, vaccines. Um, They should be imposing uh, closing of schools. They should be uh, imposing uh, draconian vaccine uh, uh, rules here. They say uh, um, vaccine mandates for healthcare workers absolutely should have happened. Um, We might have headed off Omicron and herd immunity if we had the vaccines. A truly civilized uh, place, they would find a way to mandate the kind of max vaccination campaign we would have launched a year ago and deploy the National Guard to ensure people without proof of vaccination would not be allowed to go anywhere. This is not empathetic. This is not American. And it's not even timely. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about MyPillow. You get a great night's sleep with uh, MyPillow. Uh, the Giza Dream Sheets uh, from MyPillow. I don't know what the kind of pact made with the devil, but um, the Giza Dream Sheets made from Giza cotton, which is the the best, softest, most durable cotton on the planet. And Mike made a deal with the people that make it. And so all of the Giza Dream Sheets are made with that cotton. And again, here's why I don't know how he made this deal. That kind of cotton has always been the most expensive cotton and the highest thread count, higher thread count, the softer the sheets. I don't know what the thread count is on this. I know the price on these Giza Dream Sheets, and you can't get anything close to the Giza Dream Sheets like you can at uh, at MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. They have listener specials on the Dream Sheets and so much more. Uh, so much more. Just go to uh, MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. 
Use the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Join the movement, blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is the Great Reset. You'll save 15 bucks. Hello and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, you can get my new book, The Great Reset. It's available at glennsnewbook.com. I got a lot of email on it uh, this weekend from people reading it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please spread the word. Uh, this is, I think, the litmus test for anybody who is going to go to Washington, D.C. Do you know what the Great Reset is? Do you know how dangerous it is? Uh, and what are you going to do to help uh, fight it? It is a story of real tyranny. And this is why we have so much chaos and this is why i've said for 15 years do not participate in anything that causes more chaos chaos um the solution to chaos is always tyranny too many chefs in the kitchen too many people you know trying to figure it out too many voices all at once too much plurality everybody's everybody's got an opinion we just and you need time and you need rest and you just are exhausted and you're exhausted with the fear of what's going on and then too many cooks in the kitchen and it becomes collective fear and you start to think nobody really has an answer nobody has an answer this is something that plato talked about 2500 years ago in at times of extreme chaos people will turn to the politician or the political party that promises to restore order that's what's happening right now and the chaos is going to get worse and right now they're ignoring the thing that really is chaotic in your life and that is your job your business and inflation how are you affording to do the things that you need to do i guarantee you they're ignoring it now but those same people who are ignoring it will be the ones that will come to you with a solution, and it will be a very bad solution. But that's not the way tyranny usually comes. Tyranny, you know, when we think of tyranny, you think of Darth Vader. Um, but that's not how tyranny comes. Usually tyranny is pretty boring. What we want is boring. That's why people elected Joe Biden. They wanted something predictable, calm, an escape from all of the noise. And so you do that and you give that person power. And sometimes you give them way too much power because just whatever it takes, whatever it takes to save us. We've always known in America, power tends to corrupt and absolute power tends to corrupt absolutely. But I think we have forgotten those things because there's a specific kind of power that leads to tyranny. It's the power that arises when the weak come together to ambush the strong. And ambush is the only tactic they have. It's a, a, an attempt to substitute violence for power. But what they don't realize is, is that Yes, tyranny involves one person or one party having all the power. But at the same time, tyranny stops the development of power. It stops the development of politics, which stops the development of human nature. 
Have you noticed that politics have really stopped and frozen in time? What you believe about Donald Trump will never change. What you believe about COVID and the vaccines will never change. Nobody is willing to change their positions because no one is looking at anything, including COVID, as anything other than political. The virus does not care who you voted for. The virus doesn't care if you're in China or you're in America. It doesn't care if it came from a lab or nature. It doesn't care. Tyranny, tyrants. The, 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 the biggest problem is not their cruelty, and it's incredible cruelty. cruelty. It's their efficiency and their callousness. They provide stability. They provide productivity. They provide security. And as things churn in their new world order, there's a quiet transfer of power that takes place. It's a, it's a theft. It's a heist. The power of the people is taken slowly, bit by bit, and put into the hands of a few at the state. And you don't notice it happening when it's happening. Because when we think of tyranny, again, we think of the jackbooted thugs. We don't imagine it happening bit by bit. But tyrants don't gain power on a platform that expresses contempt for freedom. Even Hitler didn't do that. And he didn't get it all at once. He took it piece by piece. And they appeal to your humanity. How did, how did you kill all of those Jews? How did you do it? Because those people are against what we believe in. Those people are uh, the people that um, have brought these problems upon us. And if we can just get them isolated, if we can just not work with them, then all of humanity is going to be okay. We're doing a service. That's how they got people to kill other people. It's only in the end do you see how horrific the idea is. Tyranny instead structures your life for you. Better than a democracy ever could because a democracy is chaos. It's complicated. It requires a lot of each individual to think and to contemplate. And the power is dispersed among everybody. So nobody has power over the other person. A tyrant is like a universal remote. I mean, I just we just need to shut everybody up. We just got to watch this show. But before long, you start to realize the cost. Everything repeats, and this is where we're at now. It's still growing, but have you noticed how everything repeats? Everything begins to be exactly the same. Everything has become about politics and not about principles. Not about right and wrong. Not about standing up and speaking out. You're, you're not standing up with people who say we should take rights away from people who disagree with me medically. We should take their children away. 48% of Democrats who voted for Joe Biden say that you should take their freedom away if they disagree with you on social media. When the voices are snuffed out that disagree with you, what happens to diversity? 
everything will be exactly the same. And individuality is completely gone. But usually tyrants, it gets worse because individuality eventually becomes a crime. It's easier under tyranny to act than to think. They want you to think. How many times have you heard? Don't think. Don't listen to that. Don't read that. Anytime anyone has ever told me not to do something, I usually end up doing. And it's usually, I mean, in my early days, it was because that's just the kind of rebel that I was. But now it's because I know if you don't have a good reason for it, and even if you do, I'm smart enough to figure out and look at that and say, okay, I see why I shouldn't do that. But if you just blank me, tell, tell me, I can't do something, I can't read something, I can't think something, you are part of the tyranny. And the tyrant keeps speaking uh, and acting as one. There's no protests, no city councils, no school board meetings, no discussion of any kind in the end of this. People keep their opinions private because the tyrant speaks for them. It may seem like people are still participating in public life, but really, they're only spouting slogans of the tyrant's party. This is the way it happens every time, and it leads to isolation. And isolation is the gasoline that turns the flame into an eruption. A tyrant is isolated from the people. Have you noticed the polls? The poll numbers are saying that this administration and the Democratic Party are out of touch with the American people. They are not concentrating on the things the American people are interested in. Why? Because they are isolated. They have self-isolated. They have taken anyone who disagrees with them and removed them from their sphere of influence. Once you isolate yourself, you lose touch with humanity. The people become isolated. And we begin to assume that tyranny is normal and that our suspicions of it are taboo. Isolation through fear, suspicion. It's the fear of getting banned by social media. The fear of getting fired for some dumb joke we made you know, on social media maybe 10 years ago. We're af- we want to leave social media, but we're afraid to get off it. And we're terrified of being kicked off it. This is why the tyrant discourages people from worrying about politics. Tyranny is the escape from politics. Sounds appealing, but it's not. Our political beliefs are more than just feelings or convictions. They are the body and the mind of our personal freedom. At its core... Tyranny is the expression of impotence, not weakness, impotence, voicelessness, powerlessness, inability to act. The solution to impotence is the loss of power. It's strength. It's strength, not power. You cannot overcome tyranny by overpowering it. Violence can destroy power, but it can never take its place. And tyranny will always collapse. Always and be replaced with something else. It's why Marxism will never work. You can take away a person's property and their family. You can take away their private life. You can make them powerless. You can make them impotent. Um, 
we think of ourselves still as a as an individual and we have to think of our nation as a family we have a shared investment and i don't care if your little sister was wrong or right or whatever when my little sister is being beat up i stand up for my little sister i stand up for my family members i stand up for the bully and if it is a member of my own family that is the bully i do not stand up for that bully i stand against that bully our nation needs to be a giant neighborhood again not a commune not a castle but a a space filled with private properties connected invisibly by community, by neighbors, by strangers, friends, by people that share citizenship and the same values, and not values like I go to your church, you go to my church. Values that we believe in the sanctity of man, the sanctity of the individual life, and believe that everything is not political. When social power becomes political power. Social power can make people think they have an obligation to the majority. When the beauty of democracy is it protects the voiceless and the abandoned. It protects the dissenters. It protects the rebels. That's why we have always been a nation of underdogs. That's why we have always liked the rebels. Because they are the voiceless. They are the downtrodden. The tyrants want you to believe that politics is a religious war. But politics isn't war. And politics isn't religion. There's no compromise on the battlefield. There's no compromise with the devil. But politics demands, depends on compromise, not obedience and not submission. There's one person, one thing more important than the majority. And if we can remember this, we will be okay. The one thing more important than the majority is that one lone voice that disagrees with the majority. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour, uh, who is, uh, what, Sarah? Who is it? Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a company that I started a few years ago, and they are, I mean, really, I'm very, very proud of the team that we have assembled. They work, they work day and night on weekends. I mean, I don't know how they do it, um, but they are keeping track of all of the best real estate agents in your area. Um, this is something that we have put real estate agents. They don't work for us. They just, we, we just monitor them and recommend them if we think that they are the best in that area, um, based on the criteria that we look for. Somebody with a great track record, somebody that really listens, somebody with, um, uh, real negotiating experience, somebody who knows the market, somebody with a big Rolodex that knows how to get your house fixed. You know, you need some curb appeal done. Do they have the resources? 
And we monitor them all the time. And the results are amazing. If you want to find the right real estate agent to buy or sell a house, whether it's across the street or across the country, it's realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll find the right one for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. No charge. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome back uh, to the program. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Uh, it is Martin Luther King Day. We're going to have uh, some stuff on that here coming up in a little bit. Uh, as well as, maybe we should talk today about the, the beginning of the term for Glenn Youngkin, which is uh, started off pretty quickly. I think it's, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch over time. This is a purple state, really a red state, or excuse me, a blue state at this point. And the fact that you have a Republican governor in there that's going to do anything that's moderately positive is probably a win. But is Glenn Youngkin going to wind up being the type of guy you want to see continue, go to further office? Or is he going to be just a better replacement than a Democratic governor who wears blackface? That we don't know. But we will uh, find out here and we'll give you updates on that as well. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Don't forget to pick up Glenn's book, The Great Reset. It's available now in bookstores everywhere. And you can subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is The Great Reset. 15 bucks off your subscription right now. This is The Glenn Beck Program.